Hello, and welcome to Order Within, navigating a world of endless chaos and crisis. Many of us are experiencing inner turmoil, insecurity, anxiety, fears, and isolation. These feelings are only being amplified by news cycles, social media, and never-ending political madness. How do we find our way out of the chaos? How do we find strength within ourselves? How do we find meaning in a world driven by materialism? These questions and many more I aim to answer on the show. My goal is to be a trusted guide on your journey to selfhood. May you find what you seek. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm your host, Brandon Ward, back with another episode of Order Within. Episode number 59. Today we're going to be covering concept of the three arrows. And it's a Buddhist concept that discusses the various ways that we may expect challenge in life. And something that I've found as I've gotten older, as the more ways we can lean into the challenges of life that are presented to us, the more we can embrace them openly with a strong and nimble mind, the more likely we are to keep balance and fulfillment and sanity in our life, especially with the ever-changing chaotic world that we currently live. So in today's episode, I'm going to dive in into this concept. I'm going to talk about the three arrows I'm going to provide some practical strategies on how we can apply them in difficult situations. We're going to look to learn from them. I'll give some examples. So we'll talk about the three arrows. I'll go into the specifics of each arrow. And then we'll talk about ways we can apply the three arrows in our daily life. And then we'll conclude the episode. So if the idea of the arrows, the three arrows of life is new... It's a concept from Buddhist philosophy, and Buddha was always embracing suffering as an everyday part of life, and that was a huge component of his teaching, was that the more we can learn to embrace suffering, to embrace challenges, the more we lean into them instead of resisting them, the less pain we create in our lives, because pain and suffering is inevitable. So looking at the three arrows is a way to provide us with guidance and acceptance to the reality of life and the things that we will face, regardless of our situation. I think no matter where we find ourselves, these arrows will be relevant in what we're doing. And so it, it symbolizes the primary sources of human suffering. Pain, change, and the conditioned mind. And so these arrows represent the inevitable aspects of life that we're going to have to navigate and learn to handle. And the more we can embrace struggle, challenges, difficulties with openness and lean into that, the more we're going to be able to progress in our life. Too many times we see challenges as reasons to quit, to fall down, to, to fall into a victim mindset. Now, that doesn't mean we aren't victims in situations. I'm going to give you guys an example. We, this, is, this episode is very relevant for me this week because my wife and I had one of our vehicles stolen from our home in the middle of the night uh, a few nights ago. 
I've never had something like that happen before. Never had a theft of that nature. And also that it happened at our home is very scary. It's, it was, it's a sobering moment. But that's an example of a situation where unplanned, really not thought, never really given much thought to it. And then it happens and now you're dealing with all these things that come along with it. And the interesting thing is, is it's a car. It's a physical thing. Cars can be re- re- replaced. This is why we have insurance. But there's all the emotional and psychological components to it. The memories that we have in that car. This car was actually specifically a gift to us from my wife's family when we got married. So it's an SUV. It's ideal for our kid. We use it with our daughter. This is the car we used all the time. And then we had, I had my car that I've had for a while, just a little small manual driven car that I use occasionally. But this situation has really shook me in a way that I'm, I'm awakened to a lot of things that I haven't thought about and not at least of late and understanding that, man, no matter what, no matter how you may be feeling or doing, bad things can happen. And I think that's the ultimate the ultimate concept here is that we're going to face struggles and challenges and it's how we navigate them. How do we not allow them to just derail our lives, our progress? How do we not allow them to send us into a downward spiral where we're having to navigate and manage these things in a in a poor way? Like a lot of times we go through stuff and instead of embracing it and leaning into it, we try and run away from it and shove it down or turn away from it. And that's the problem that ends up creating more challenge in our life. So the first arrow looking at this related to what we're talking about is pain. And the nature of life is pain in so many ways and suffering. So understanding that pain is going to be something that we deal with. We're going to deal with tough, painful situations. We're going to lose people that we care about. Bad things are going to happen unexpectedly. We're going to have troubles with taxes. We're going to have things stolen. We're going to get into accidents. There's, I'm not going to list out all the things that can happen in life that are unplanned. You guys understand that. But these are painful situations. Like what happened to us with our car is painful because of the emotional, psychological component that often comes along with painful situations, things that are unexpected. And the way we do that is by leaning into things and understanding that accepting that this is a reality, that life is suffering, that things happen in life that are hard, that the nature of pain is present in our life at all times. It doesn't mean we need to suffer unnecessarily. And this is another arrow that I'm going to get into. That's actually the third arrow that we're going to talk about. But the first arrow is pain. Painful situations will come into our life and we have to learn to navigate them and deal with them and lean into them. And the first way we do that is simply accepting that this is going to happen. Bad things will happen. Tough things will come up. Challenges that we don't foresee will happen to us or people that we care about. So acceptance is step one. Leaning into that. Being mindful of our feelings. Being aware of how we feel in those situations. So that's another thing is so you accept it but that also means accepting how you feel being mindful of how you feel so knowing that if you're experiencing a challenge challenging situation you're going to be upset you're going to be angry you're going to be hurt 
you're going to be scared and sad. All of those things could be potential feelings that come up during situations that are challenging. As an example, my wife and I have been feeling a lot of these things, a lot of anger, a lot of fear, a lot of frustration, sadness. For me, sad that the memories of that car and the fact that it was a gift and that we like that we use that with our daughter is really what breaks my heart. Like the the police were able to find the the people threw our stuff out of the car randomly over by a boat dock here and they were they found it because they actually threw our information out with it so they were able to tie it back to us but so we were able to get some of our stuff back but it was when we went there and got it and collected it was in the mud in the dirt and in the woods and it was like our daughter's car seat her gym bag the things that we take to the park with us like all this stuff and it just what was sad about it is just the lack of care that we have for ourselves for other people and the just disregard for all of those things that's our life and i know it's just a car but it represents our life and the things that we have experienced and the memories that we hold and so that's to me what makes it sad is that we as humans just seem to care so little about each other anymore and the fact that this was in our neighborhood which is supposed to be a nice neighborhood and and there's just things are becoming less and less neighborhood family oriented all around the country and there's a lot of disconnect that's happening and it makes me sad so being mindful of our feelings and embracing them all of them being open to them allowing ourselves to experience them and feel them i've been very proud of my wife she's been making a ton of progress in this regard she's been doing a lot of work on herself and leaning into her feelings embracing her feelings and because of that it's been enabling her to progress and move forward and and become more whole and the root of that is the last peach which is self compassion so being compassionate to towards ourselves no matter what comes up our feelings are valid that's the point is no matter what comes up if we're feeling those things there are valid reasons that we're feeling those things it may not be valid to other people that does not matter it's valid to us the feelings that we have are valid regardless of what they are and embracing them and being compassionate about them towards ourselves is key so it's accepting it being mindful of it and then being compassionate towards ourselves related to the feelings that come up in these scenarios that's the way that we can progress take them in and become actually larger humans now because we've leaned into them learned from them embraced our feelings and learn to apply compassion to our lives. And a good example of this, as many of you may know, if you listen to my show regularly, I often like to use stories and movies and shows as an example to share these concepts. And so the co- concept that I wanted to talk about for the first arrow as an example would be Forrest Gump from the movie Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump endures n- numerous painful experiences throughout his life including the loss of loved ones, physical and emotional challenges, the hardships of war. He was bullied and made fun of growing up. So he, his whole life was riddled with challenges and hardships. But despite his pain, he maintained an optimistic and resilient outlook, demonstrating the power of perseverance and acceptance in the face of adversity because he accepted situations and went with it. He didn't resist them. He leaned into it and he acted with compassion a lot. 
Forrest Gump's character was very compassionate in that movie and understanding. So he exemplifies these concepts when we're navigating tough situations and we lean into them and we embrace them and we grow from them and we become bigger, stronger people because of it. The thing is, y'all, is opportunities, challenges are opportunities to rise above. They can be seen as gifts if we allow ourselves to do that, but only with the right mindset and only with the perseverance can we reach that state. Which leads us to the next arrow, the second arrow, which is change. And this is a big one. Change is inevitable. And the challenges it brings. Change is going to be constant. The only constant in life is change. So embracing that and leaning into the fact that everything changes. People change, times change, everything changes. It's hard. I struggle with it. We all struggle with it. I struggle with the fact that our world is changing and it seems to be becoming less and less family oriented, less and less compassionate, connected. That really makes me sad. But I'm not going to quit. I believe in humanity. I believe in our creator. I believe in the goodness of humans and that we have infinite potential that is yet to be tapped and so because of that I will lean into these things because I have faith and hope that change is coming for the better change doesn't always mean bad but change is inevitable it will be a constant force in our life it is a fact of life so the idea that we're hoping for time that's stable and unchanging is really not realistic because life is consistent change. That's all it is. And so understanding that and embracing that is key. So we've got to accept that change is inevitable. But a big part of this is going to be adapting our mindset to it and really understanding like, all right, this is how life works. I've got to get flexible. I've got to roll with things. I've got to learn to adapt and adjust and manage change and how things are moving in life. Jobs, relationships, people, political situations, all of this stuff is consistently changing. Just look at the world around us. Technology, AI, all of these things are rapidly changing our world. So Leaning into that and knowing that the way things are allows us to start surfing the waves as opposed to resisting them. And that's something that I did a lot when I was younger is resist all this change. I was fighting things and going against the current. And that's never successful. We only end up exhausting ourselves and the people around us and we make no progress. So as we learn to navigate and surf the waves of change by embracing that mindset, by having a flexible mindset, by understanding the growth principles, the growth mindset, which I've talked a lot about on this show, that mistakes are inevitable, they're a part of growing and learning, that there is no such thing as perfection, that all of us are flawed, all of us have make mistakes, none of us have it all figured out, no one, no one has it figured out. And if somebody's telling you that, they're full of it. And this is true at all levels of society. Like you think these high-ranking leaders and stuff have some sort of specialized knowledge. They don't. 
there's just, they've been in families or situations and they're very ambitious. I'm not saying that people don't get to where they are based on their efforts, but they're not some specialized people with this unique knowledge. They're just playing the game. And the more we can learn to play the game and adapt with change, embracing the impermanence of life will allow us to, to thrive and live deep, fulfilled lives. That's ultimately what it's about. And having resilience to this, being able to handle and navigate change, leaning into it, knowing that it's coming and saying, you know what, bring it on. Let's go. I'm going to get after it. Show me what you got. I'm there to see what I can do, what I'm capable of. And I know that change is a chance to bring the best out of myself. It's the chance to bring about the greatness that lives within me. And change is, is beautiful. Change is a wonderful thing. Thank goodness things change all the time. Life would be so boring and mundane if they didn't. Just look at the seasons. It's such a beautiful process. It can be somewhat painful though, right? Thinking about the first arrow. The changing of the seasons can be painful as you're going from summer to fall to winter. You're losing sunlight. You're losing warmth. That can be a painful process. It can be a, it can be a sad process of change. But knowing that it's also impermanent, that winter will come one day, come relieve into spring, and spring will turn into summer. This is the impermanence of life. But we can cultivate our strong minds and lean into and develop resilience by accepting this, embracing the fact that life is change. That's the only constant is change. And we have to let go of this idea that we're going to meet this magical period in life where things aren't going to be changing. Even when we have the income that we want and the, the, the work that we're doing and the relationship that we have, even when we have all the boxes ticked off of all the things that we wanted in our life, change is still going to happen. And we're still going to have to navigate a landscape of change, no matter what. And the people that resist this desire, that cling to control, that cling to that power, are only going to suffer and struggle more in the future because life is going to consistently bring us more change until we learn to embrace it and grow from it. There's wisdom in existence, y'all, and until we figure that out, we keep playing games like we have been and, and continuing to ignore reality, the greater reality that we're all a part of, it's only going to get more difficult. People are only going to have more struggle and change in their life until we learn, and that's what this is. We have to learn that this is the essence of life, that change is everything, and that embracing it is what enables us to transform, and that's the upside is that when we embrace change, we can thrive through transformation because change in situ changing situations allow us to transform ourselves, our mindsets, our way of operating, our situations. It all offers opportunities for transformation. And that's the powerful thing that is potent about change is that it brings the potential for transformation, not just suffering. It's opportunity. There are gifts, there are, are growth within change. And when we adopt that mindset, when we understand, okay, change is coming right now, I'm dealing with this thing, but I got this. This is an opportunity for growth. This is an opportunity for transformation. This is an opportunity for me 
change as a human and evolve as a human. So a fun example here to think about this is actually Walter White from the TV series Breaking Bad. Now, I've talked about Breaking Bad quite a bit on the show. Breaking Bad was one of my favorite shows back in the day. It's been a while since I've watched it, but it's a great show. And Walter White undergoes a dramatic transformation as he transitions from a mild-mannered chemistry teacher to a ruthless drug lord. Now, his impact reflects... His story reflects the impact of change and the struggles that arise when confronted with life-altering choices, highlighting the challenges and consequences of resisting or embracing change. Now, I'm not saying to go out and be a drug lord when you're facing hardship, but in this show, Walter realizes that he has cancer and it's killing him, and he doesn't want to, he realizes that he's leaving his family very little. He has nothing left, like incense of debt and, and the lifestyle that they have. So he decides that he's going to change and do something for his family. And now the path he chooses is obviously not an ideal path. But he transforms his, his life due to the changing circumstances that he faced. The fact that he has been diagnosed with cancer. And he changes and transforms into a drug lord. But the point is we can take really tough situations and turn ourselves into something else. Now, in this situation, ideally you choose something positive, not something illegal and ruthless and damaging like selling meth and cooking meth. (laughs) But that transformation component of the story is inherent, and that's what it's about, is when we find ourselves in very tough situations, they are opportunities for transformation. And that's the way I want you to think about change is that it's an opportunity for transformation. It's an opportunity to change yourself into something better, into something greater, to grow into the fuller version of yourself. Just do and choose legal paths and things that are ideally contributing to society and not taking away from them. But the example is still relevant. All right, the third arrow. The third arrow is one that I think is very powerful because they play together. Change, so pain is the first one. Change is the second arrow. And then the third arrow is the conditioned mind. And the conditioned mind is the patterns of thought, beliefs, and conditioning that often limit our perspective and contribute to suffering. This is often our response to either pain and change. It's the way we think about life. It's the way we view the world around us. It's the way we view ourselves. Now, a lot of this is, comes into our life based on what we learned when we were kids, the environment we grew up in. All that stuff matters. But we have to become aware of it and mindful of our conditioned mind because it influences everything that we do. It influences our responses. It influences the way we handle things. And it can contribute or lessen our suffering depending on how conditioned our mind is and the direction it's conditioned in. The goal is to condition our mind into a more loving, compassionate, accepting mind that leans into our, I'm in a coaching program right now, and what they call is like the sage perspective. So it's leaning in towards our empathetic way of thinking our innovative way of thinking, our creative way of thinking, our open way of thinking, our explorative way of thinking, and navigate changes. The sage mind is always looking for opportunities for growth, 
for expansion. And so when we are limited by our conditioned mind and the things that we believe, it often compounds the suffering that we're experiencing because we end up judging ourselves. We end up judging others. We end up creating all this negativity in our mind that expands the suffering that we're experiencing. We blame ourselves. We're critical of ourselves. We don't allow ourselves to think or feel fully. We minimize our abilities. That judge in our head. It's been named a lot of different things. And Stephen Pressfield called it resistance. In this coaching program that I'm in, it's called the judge and the saboteurs. There's all the, the ego. There's all these different ways that we think about it. But ultimately, the conditioned mind is those beliefs that are limiting, that bring us down, that attack ourselves, that contribute to feeling worse. Because ultimately, this, if we're dealing with pain is inevitable, and so is change, and then on top of that, we pile on ourselves, we beat ourselves up, we can't let things go, and we stay stuck in these cycles of pain, that we're contributing, that's the ultimate cycle of suffering because it's taking events in life that are inevitable like pain and change and it's just using them over and over to, to beat ourselves down, to beat ourselves up, to make things hard on who we are and to increase our suffering. This is the power of it though is that we have the ability to overcome this conditioned thinking and a lot of that is through mindfulness, by being aware the, the biggest step that we can take in a lot of this is being aware of our judging, sabotaging mind, that negativity, just noting it, noting those things in our mind. Oh, look, there's that negativity. Oh, look, there's that criticism. Oh, look, wow, look at that. My mind's being very judgmental again about this. Start to note it first. So mindfulness is a great way initially to get a read on what's happening. And then from mindfulness, we start to, once we start to get a read on what's happening and the patterns we're seeing, we can start to inquire within ourselves and ask questions, div, dig into those things. Where is this information coming from? Why am I doing this? For me, a lot of this has led back to doing inner bonding work with my child, connecting with my inner child, because a lot of these beliefs come from our childhood. They're things that have been given to us in many ways, and we have to go in and root them out with empathy and love and compassion. So we do that first with mindfulness. We then dig in through self-inquiry, so journaling and thinking, talking to ourselves out loud, recording ourselves talking. This can help us deepen that inquiry and understanding and then cultivating awareness and love for ourselves through this process. But that mind, our conditioned mind, really can amplify and make things worse if we're not careful. And it's the equivalent in the coaching program that I'm in, it's the equivalent to keeping your hand on a hot stove beyond that initial result of feeling the pain. It, we feel the pain when we put our hand on a hot stove as a warning signal to pull our hand off so not more damage is created. That's a blessing. But what most of us do is, with the conditioned mind is we keep our hand on the stove. We just keep beating ourselves up. We keep, we dig in. We're just repeating the pain. We're blaming ourselves. So let me give you an example. The car I was telling you about, our car was stolen. Look, we made a mistake and we forgot our keys in the car. So yes, my wife, we have a key fob. It's one of the push start buttons. It's not the crazy 
nice car is a 2008 Toyota Highlander, but it's a push start. And my wife forgot the little key fob in her purse. And we live in a nice neighborhood. So sometimes we forget this stuff in our car. We didn't lock the car. So we made it super easy for them. But the reality is, is that they still came into our neighborhood and stole the vehicle. The crime wasn't forgetting to lock the car or forgetting the key. The crime was someone came and stole our stuff from our home. But very easily could have beaten ourselves up consistently and blamed ourselves for that. About the fact that we did that. But the reality was is it was just a simple mistake. And we live in a nice neighborhood. So we were trusting. I'm not going to beat myself up for being trusting and open. I learned for sure. But there's no point in piling on. And that's what often happens though. We beat ourselves up. We pile on. We blame ourselves. That's the conditioned mind. That's the nature of it. And another example here is from the movie Frozen. My daughter's been digging all the Disney movies lately. But Elsa from the movie Frozen, her character embodies the conditioned mind. She's trapped by her fear and self-imposed isolation due to her magical powers. Now this often came from her parents initially, right? You have to keep it in. You have to hold it in. You can't let it out. You have to hold tight. Like you have to lock everything in. Like the songs that she sings in that movie are her conditioned mind, trying to keep herself small, locked in, afraid, fearful. But her journey involves breaking free from societal expectations and embracing her true self, highlighting the liberation that comes from challenging, conditioned thinking and embracing authenticity. She chooses to become authentically who she is, which is like an ice queen, she has these powers. So she embraces them instead of hides from them. And by embracing them, that ends up actually, that solves the winter situation that's been there. It's been stuck because she was denying it. And that's the shadow self. That's the essence of the shadow self, the conditioned mind. The conditioned mind created the situation of Frozen that everyone was going through. Once she accepted who she was and embraced who she was, things changed. That's the power of it, is by embracing and understanding the conditioned mind and seeing it and then embracing who we are authentically, we can move forward and heal. And, and that's what leads us into some practical strategies for applying the wisdom of the three arrows and navigating our life's challenges is some of the things we've been talking about. But a big key piece of that is going to be developing mindfulness and self-awareness. That's step one. Just becoming mindful, seeing it, observing yourself, observing your thoughts, observing your emotions. That's step one. Another aspect of that is going to be embracing the growth mindset, cultivating a growth mindset. So leaning into the fact that you will make mistakes. You will mess up. This is how we grow. This is how we get better. Celebrate mistakes. Learn from them. Realize that you're growing. You're out there doing stuff if you're making mistakes. Allow it to get, allow you to get better from these things. You don't need to beat yourself up because you didn't know something or you did something quote unquote wrong. If you're doing something new, of course you don't know what you're doing. You're learning. That's the growth mindset. The growth mindset says, is, says I embrace challenges. I embrace mistakes. I learn. Anything can be learned. Anything can be overcome. That's the, that's the growth mindset. So working on embracing the growth mindset. And then practicing self-compassion and self-care. This goes a long way. 
it's very underrated. And it goes a long way. But it's the key from my mind is practicing care for ourselves and being compassionate towards ourselves about all areas of our life, the feelings that we have, the emotions that we're experiencing, all the challenges that we face. That's the key here is being compassionate towards ourselves and others and taking care of ourselves, being mindful of our feelings and taking the time to explore them and acknowledging that inner child. That is crucial to this work. It's transformative. This work is transformative if you do it. It's not easy though. It's simple, but it's not easy. And then finally, seeking support from trusted individuals or professionals is a great way to just get get some help while you're doing this. You don't have to do this alone. If you're doing this and you like you want a friend or you have a partner or you can go to a therapist or a coach, these people can help you navigate these challenging situations and anchor these changes in your life because it is very hard to do without that. So you don't have to do it alone. So find some support, whether it's a friend, a spouse, a partner, a coach, a therapist, whatever. But get some help. Even joining a group like that, it's just getting into something that you can share and be supported by other people who are doing similar things. That's the key piece. All right, y'all. That's all I've got for today's episode. Understanding that the three arrows are inevitable, that we're going to face pain, we're going to face change, and we're going to have to overcome our conditioned mind. Those three components, the three arrows of 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 our lives, are inevitable. And the more we can lean into them, we can learn from them, we can better embrace the challenges of life. And I encourage you to apply these strategies to cultivate resilience, wisdom, and well-being in the face of pain, change, and conditioned thinking. You can use this as opportunities to slingshot you forward into growth and progress. You have greatness within you. There is insane amount of greatness within you. It's living there waiting to be cultivated and embraced and cared for. And so much of that is driven by compassion and self-care. But you have to know that it exists within you. And you have to believe, you have to take a leap of faith. That brilliance is within you because I promise you it is. It's in within, it's within all of us. But we have to cultivate it and grow it and nurture it so that it can help lead and guide our lives into more meaningful, fulfilled paths. All right, y'all. That's all I got for today's episode. You can get me on Twitter at Brandon Lee Ward. I'm on LinkedIn at Brandon L. Ward. And my website is BrandonLeeWard.com. I really do appreciate your time and your ears. I hope you guys are having a good week so far. We're about to be officially in summer. So with that being said, until next time, y'all. Thank you for listening to Order Within. If you found the episode helpful, please consider sharing, rating, and subscribing. New episodes will be released every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, y'all.